Hey guys, welcome to the Simply Be podcast. I'm Ellen and I am so glad you're here. This season we've been talking about what it looks like to be brave. And today we're going to be looking in the book of Hebrews for guidance. Have you ever run a race? Not a short, fast, like 100-yard dash or a sprint, but something a bit longer, like a three-mile race, which is also known as a 5K. You know, it's one of those races where you have to sign up, you get a number to wear, um, you have to show up on a Saturday morning, probably early before you're normally going to wake up on a weekend. Um, You gather with a group of other runners or walkers, and you follow a course that's marked out. And you get a t-shirt, so you can uh, show that you accomplished the race. Well, I have. And one year, my friend and I set a goal for ourselves, a three-mile race every month. Yep, that's 12 races in a year. And we did it. And, you know, there's a lot that goes into kind of getting ready, preparation, and then the day of. You know, you have to make sure you have the right clothes and shoes, right? You're not going to wear, you know, blue jeans or high heels to run a 5K. You're going to make sure you've got on the right shorts or leggings and running shoes, you also, you also have to get in the right mindset. I mean, there's definitely a huge physical element to running and walking and exercise, but there's also a ton of mental strength that's needed. You got to stay focused, right? And then you've got to stay focused on the goal. And so you got to stay focused on completing the course, right? The route that is that is mapped out for that specific 5K. And, you know, like my friend and I, when we set that goal to do a 5K every month, that was, you know we had to really stay focused for a long period of time, right? We had to find a race to run. We had to sign up. We had to make sure we showed up and we'd do that every single month, right? So that takes focus. And then one of the things I love on the day of the race is that there's usually a cheering section along the route and they encourage you. And sometimes they even have signs and they might, you, you don't know them, probably. And, but they're there because, you know, maybe they have a family member running, but they're cheering for everybody. And it's so motivating and encouraging. And that's what I think makes a difference between, you know, when you sign up to run a race with a group of people versus doing it on your own, um, that helps when you've got people that are cheering you on, which is awesome. So our passage today also talks about a race. So let's read it. So right now we're going to read in Hebrews 12, I'm going to start in verse 1 and 2. It says, Therefore, since we are surrounded by such a great cloud of witnesses, let us throw off everything that hinders and the sin that so easily entangles, and let us run with perseverance the race marked out for us, fixing our eyes on Jesus, the pioneer and perfecter of faith. So before we go on in Hebrews chapter 12, we need to look back at Hebrews 11, which is all about faith. It starts in verse 1, stating, Now faith is being sure of what we hope for and certain of what we do not see. And then it goes on to talk about a whole bunch of folks from the Old Testament. And it says, By faith Noah. And then it talks about what, what Noah did. And it says, By faith Abraham. By faith Isaac. By faith Jacob. By faith Joseph. By faith Moses. By faith, the Israelites passing through the Red Sea. By faith, the wall of Jericho fell. And it tells the stories of all these great um, faithful followers of God in the Old Testament. And then it says in verse 6, Without faith, it is impossible to please God, because anyone who comes to him must believe that he exists and that he rewards those who earnestly seek him. 
And then chapter 11 wraps up with this verse in, th- in verse 39. These were all commended by faith, yet none of them received what had been promised. God had planned something better for us so that only together with us would they be made perfect. So he's saying all those people, you know, by faith, Noah and Abraham and Isaac and Moses and all of those people, they were commended by their faith because of their faith. But they never received the promise that was given to them by God, but they still followed God. But it says that um, God had something better planned and that we are part of that, right? So if we look back at um, Hebrews 12, right? It says that cloud of witnesses. The cloud of witnesses are those faithful followers who came before us. Those people that we just talked about in Hebrews 11 and and those who we read throughout the Old Testament. The cool thing is, is that we are part of that same race. The previous runners are now looking to us to finish the race, and they are cheering us on as we do it. So the verse talks about running our race. Let us run our race. So how do we do that? So the race, so if we think about the race, is the path that God has marked out for each of us, right? So we, he each has a purpose Um, He has a purpose for each of us, and we must must faithfully follow that route that God has marked out for us. So that's the race. We each have our own race. Um, It's different. It looks different than the person next to you. Um, We have a race that God um, has marked out for us. And then the verse says, in order to run that race, we have to do two things. We have to throw off everything that hinders and the sin that so easily entangles. That's the first thing. And the second thing is that we have to fix our eyes on Jesus. So in order to run our race, we have to throw off everything that hinders and the sin, and we have to fix our eyes on Jesus. So let's look at each of those things. So when it says everything that hinders us, so what does that mean? It means the burdens, the things that are weighing us down. Those things could include shame, insecurity, guilt, um, adversity. So a tough situation that we've experienced in our lives that's caused hardship, um, any anxiety or grief. So those are just things that we hold on to. They're not necessarily sin. It's things that we've got that are weighing us down that we, we tend to focus on, um, because of things that we've been through, um, things that we've experienced. And then it says sin, talks about the sin that so easily entangles. Sin is anything that separates us from God, any thought, attitude, or behavior, which hinders us from living the life that God wants for us and expects of us. So as the passage says, sin can so easily entangle us. And oftentimes it's because it looks good or appealing in the moment. And we just don't realize its impact in the long term. So it's telling us in order to run the race, we've got to throw off anything that's weighing us down and any sin that's separating us from God. The second thing that the verse is saying is to fix our eyes on Jesus, the pioneer and the perfecter. Some of the verses say um, the pioneer and the author. We need to fix our eyes on Jesus. He has run the race before us. He is the, the last and greatest example of faith in action, right? He died on the cross for us. He took sin for us. 
And through him, that's where our faith is derived, right? He is the basis for our faith. We are saved by grace in faith in Christ. So throughout all of of um, all of this, right, the race that we're running, we're throwing off anything that holds us down. We're throwing off sin. We're fixing our eyes on Jesus. And it says we need to do this all with perseverance. So what does perseverance mean? It's the determination that keeps us going, even when it's hard or it hurts. It's going to be tough, but we've got to keep going. Remember what Jesus said to his disciples in John 16, He said, in this world, you will have trouble, but take heart. I have overcome the world. So in this life or in the 5K that you're running, it's going to get hard. You're going to feel like stopping. You are going to get sore. Your legs are going to feel like they're going to give out. But we have to persevere. We have to keep going even when it's hard. This is what the scripture is telling us. And Jesus already told us it's going to be hard. But when we keep our eyes fixed on him, we can keep going because he has overcome the world. He has taken sin on the cross for us. Um, so we, we can throw all of that off and we can fix our eyes on Jesus and run that race that God has marked out for us. So if we look back in our verse and we keep reading, so we read verses one and part of two. So let's continue reading verses two and three. It says about Jesus, who for the joy set before him endured the cross, scorning its shame and sat down at the right hand of the throne of God. Consider him who endured such opposition from sinful men so that you will not grow weary and lose heart. When we run our race by throwing off everything that hinders us, every all the burdens that weigh us down and the sin that entangles us, and we fix our eyes on Jesus, we can do it. We're definitely going to get tired. We're definitely um, going to feel weak in the middle of running our race. What do you do? You keep putting one foot in front of the other. You let the cheers of the crowd encourage you. You stay focused on the path set before you. And most importantly, by faith. Because you've trained for this. You've prepared. And in life, we have a Savior who loves us and who has set the best example for us so that we ourselves can endure. So remember, let us run our race by throwing off everything that holds us back and the sin that separates us from God. And we fix our eyes on Jesus, the pioneer and the perfecter of our faith. Let me pray for us. Dear Heavenly Father, I pray for every girl who's listening. I pray that they um, can run their race with strength and with endurance, and most importantly, with perseverance, and that they need to remember that keeping their eyes fixed on Jesus will allow them to do that, will allow them to keep going, even when it's hard, even when it hurts. And we know that it's going to be tough. Jesus told us that, but he also said, take heart because he has overcome the world. He died on the cross to take sin from us. He took that so that we could live eternally with him in heaven. Lord, I just pray each girl knows you and is focused on growing in her relationship with you. And if she doesn't, I hope she'll just show up here every week so we can help to um, to show her who you are um, and why following you will change her life forever. In your name we pray. Amen.